Years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then, the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 KISS Morning Freak Show. Bob, I feel like this morning we need to start the show. I'm just, I'm in a good mood. I, I think I'm feeling this. I think we need to start the show. I think we need to start today with the national anthem. Specifically, Fergie's rendition of the national anthem from the NBA All-Star Game. Fergie. Can you see? Okay, right now, right? Fergie, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Oh. Oh. Let's play some basketball! Let's play some basketball! <laughs> wow. I mean, we'll, we won't forget that national anthem. No, uh-uh. I mean, was she, a- was, she was okay at parts. Like, I don't... Like, Fergie doesn't need to be destroyed for the whole anthem. There was extra notes in there, though. Just a couple times where she took some liberties and just really went off the rails where you're like, whoa, what was that? I mean, the videos of the players like Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors and like Jimmy Kimmel in the stands, like they're trying not to laugh, like Chance the Rapper. Just doing their best to hold it back. Like the cut shots to the players and celebrities in the crowd. They're just like... Like, all right, we don't want to laugh because she's singing the national anthem, but it's just like, it's like one of those situations where you try not to look at anybody else, and as soon as you make eye contact with somebody, you're like, oh, they know, they know this is bad, too. <laughs> wow. That was Fergie's magical rendition of the national anthem over the weekend at the NBA All-Star Game. Uh, we will continue. By the way, somebody had already tweeted us uh, this morning here. Let me uh, let me get here. Jennifer already with the tweet. Please, please, please read Facebook comments on Fergie singing the national anthem. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just playing it back is enough, I think, right? I think we know how the Facebook comments are going to go. Allie tweets here, Mikey and Bob, I was praying to sweet baby Jesus that you'd start your show this way. I, you knew Fergie was coming out at some point. That's probably not the only Fergie no, national uh-uh. anthem you're going to be hearing from today. It is Mikey and Bob, the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. 
Fergie's national anthem at the NBA All-Star Game, just so magical. I, there's so many different parts of it that you just go, wow, she she did that. Huh? Can you see? Nice, right, yeah. By the dawn's early light. All right, yeah. What's so So proud, that I mean, that ramp up right there. That ramp up right there. That is something right there, huh? Wow, 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 I mean, the end right here. Like, she was home free. Just wrap it up, you know? Yeah. Just gotta, just gotta tap out at that point, right? <laughs> Let's play some basketball. Let's play some basketball. Let's play some basketball. Let's play some basketball. Yeah, Fergie. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Fergie. 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 Uh, wow. All right, here we go. <laughs> I mean, let's really get this rolling now. Here, Sarah tweets us. I had to create a Twitter account just to say Fergie's performance. Made the wrong cat hole sound like glorious choir boy singing. Hashtag God lover. Okay, if you go on YouTube and just type in cat wrong hole, yeah, yeah. Uh, you will get uh, you mm. will get this noise. Okay, this is a video that we've watched on YouTube before. It's just called cat wrong hole. It has hundreds of thousands <laughs> of views. <laughs> Okay, that is cat wrong hole. Now, Sarah created a Twitter account just to tweet us that Fergie sounded like cat wrong hole. <laughs> so let's see here. Oh, wow. <laughs> what does somebody think who just woke up and turned on our show and right now? Cat wrong hole, and then that with Fergie though, featuring Fergie. <laughs> that is the remix to Cat Wrong Hole. Cat Wrong Hole featuring Fergie. Oh, <laughs> it's an aggressive wake up for somebody this morning. Basketball. Just wow. Just wow. <laughs> By the way, you hear that noise at the end there after let's play some basketball? That's the cat too. Let's play some basketball! <laughs> <laughs> a little growl in there. <laughs> you gotta make a noise like that after cat wrong hole happens to you, right? Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, so then somebody, I believe over at SB Nation, yeah. took the Fergie audio and... Um, you know the Smash Smash Mouth song All Star? It's the Shrek song, right? Isn't it from one of the Shrek movies? It is the Shrek song. Yeah. Uh, painfully, everybody knows it. Somebody did this. nothing nice man i mean once you screw up just a little bit and the internet takes over that's what happens we get a fergie smash mouth remix <laughs> god bless you fergie all right mikey and bob it is the uh 961 kiss uh morning freak show
Uh, Leach tweets here, I just spit coffee everywhere thanks to that Fergie Smash Mouth All-Star remix. Uh, John tweets here, the Fergie Smash Mouth remix has me in tears. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty damn good. the Fergie National Anthem at the NBA All-Star Game and just goes, listen, I need to take her little noises from the anthem and make it into a full Smash Mouth All-Star remix with just Fergie noises. Somebody who's a hero. I love the internet, man. I love the damn internet. Jess tweets us here, Cat Wrong Hole featuring Fergie <laughs> is everything I needed this morning. <laughs> What a start to the show, huh? Coming out swinging right out of the gates. <laughs> and uh, let's go to Fayette County next. Uh, this was the tease for this story on WTAE. Matthew McConaughey caught breaking into cars. Not quite. All new on four, the suspect who name dropped the Hollywood star in the hopes of getting away scot-free. Was Matthew McConaughey, very famous actor, sure. breaking into cars in Fayette County. We'll give you that story next year on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. It's Mikey and Bob. I found a love for me Darling, just dive right in Fergie Follow my lead Fergie I found a girl Fergie Beautiful and sweet Fergie I never knew you were the someone waiting for me Cause we were just kids when we fell in up here man we have so much fun doing this show i hope you guys know that we appreciate you guys listening uh mikey and bob it is the 96 one kiss morning freak show high today 75 degrees <laughs> just take that in what the hell it's gonna be an all-time high right yeah i think yeah, like yeah. destroying it i don't think it's ever been in the 70s in pittsburgh on february 20th so I mean, we're gonna hit a record high today high of about 75 degrees. It was snowing this past weekend. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, windy and warm today. High of uh, 75. 412-937-9610 is the uh, number to get hold of us. Mikey and Bob, hello. I've had my moment in your show since the first day you guys got here where I've laughed hard. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed any harder than I have this morning. When you guys played Fergie versus the cat. <laughs> that is the most funniest thing I've ever heard in my life because she sounded just like one of those alley cats. Oh. So, oh, so, so, so that's it. You've heard every one of our shows, but it took us comparing Fergie to a cat getting it in the wrong hole to really peak for us, huh? Listen, you guys have peaked for me. Like, <laughs> Fergie versus the cat is just, it, it, it's radio gold. All right. Radio Gold, there it is. Fergie versus the... Uh, <laughs> all these years we've been doing the show. That, that's all we needed. The <laughs> the secret was Fergie in a cat wrong hole video. God bless. God bless. Yeah. Let's play some basketball! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to this uh, next story here out of uh, Fayette County. I got to hit this real quick here. Attention, freak show.
listeners, yep. Fayette County has made the show again. Now, this was from WTAE. Here is the tease. Matthew McConaughey caught breaking into cars? Not quite. All new on 4, the suspect who name-dropped the Hollywood star in the hopes of getting away scot-free. It was not actually the famous actor, Matthew McConaughey, who was trying to break in cars in Fayette County. This guy did not look anything no. like Matthew McConaughey. No. Wasn't even close. All right. Okay, if this guy here doesn't look like actor Matthew McConaughey to you, it's because he's not. Yeah. It didn't stop him from posing as the Hollywood hotshot. What if it really was Matthew McConaughey, though? How great would that be? Just randomly breaking, right, into right. cars. breaking into cars in Fayette County. Moments before being arrested for breaking into a Fayette yeah. County homeowner's vehicle. His real name is Troy Miller, and tonight oh, he's facing oh, charges no. including oh. attempted theft. Oh, Troy, what are you doing? And you can bet he won't be starring in any blockbusters from inside the Fayette County prison. Yeah, there you go. So he's trying to break into cars in Fayette County, and they catch him. They're just like, I mean, what, what is that? Is that the situation where the officer just goes, what is your name? Like, do you have any ID on you? Do you say, like, no, I don't have any ID, but you may have seen a few of my movies. <laughs> Let me tell you my name I'm here. Matthew freaking McConaughey. <laughs> What a treat for the officers when he tells you that, too. I mean, does the officer play along? He's like, oh, big fan, big fan. <laughs> yeah. To be like, can I take you back to the station so we can all take pictures and you can <laughs> sign some autographs? Yeah, just get in, Mr. McConaughey. That's fine. If you're the officer, I think you got to go along with it, right? If he tells you he's Matthew yeah, McConaughey, yeah. I, think you, I think you just ride the McConaughey train all the way to jail. I, I mean, think you just go with it. He might not look like him or anything, <laughs> but you just got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Wasn't Matthew McConaughey like people's sexiest man of the year one year or something uh, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking at this guy's mugshot, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have qualified. <laughs> Not so much. Fayette County making the show once again. 961. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, Christy tweets us literally busted out laughing in my office when Mikey screamed syrup nipples. Everyone in my office is now staring at me. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh, is today Le'Veon Bell, like, imaginary deadline day? Or February 20th was like a key day for the Steelers and Le'Veon Bell working on a long-term deal, right? That's what he threw out, yeah, when he was talking to reporters, uh, I think around the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I, I think he was telling everybody, like, we're going to get it done by February 20th. I mean, the Steelers, the, the Steelers and running back Le'Veon Bell, really, if you think about it, have been working on a long-term deal for almost two years now, and they still haven't got one done. Yeah, the uh, imaginary kind of deadline was set. Uh, for February 20th, uh, kind of by the Steelers and Le'Veon saying they wanted to get a long-term deal done by then because this today right now, February 20th, is the day that teams can start putting the franchise tag on players. So that's kind of why the Steelers and Le'Veon wanted to get a long-term deal done by today Yeah, because today is the day that the Steelers can just go, okay, no long-term deal. You have to play here one year under this amount of money. Uh, so if the Steelers do decide to franchise Le'Veon Bell, he would get a guaranteed salary of $14.5 million, which isn't bad. But if you're Le'Veon Bell, you could get injured at any time, obviously. Sure. Yeah. You would rather have a long-term deal in something like 30 to $40 million guaranteed signing bonus rather than playing one year for $14 million. I mean, he could lose tens of millions of dollars if he gets injured. So, of course, he wants a longer-term deal in guaranteed money. It would be a 20% raise over the $12 million he made this year. So, a nice raise for Le'Veon if he gets franchise tagged. But, obviously, he doesn't want to do that. No. And I don't think the team wants to do that either. They want a more, I guess, workable contract where they can spread his money out over a few years rather than take that $14 million hit. Uh, coming up this year if they franchise him. So they can put the franchise tag on him starting today. I doubt they do that because they have between February 20th and March 6th to uh, to to put the franchise tag on him. So they still have some time to work it out, even though both parties, I think, wanted it done by today. Even though it's been two years yeah, it's crazy. of working on it. Um, so if they don't come to a deal with him, I'm sure they will just put the franchise tag on him. But that can start during... Uh, during the day today, I doubt it will, but it's possible. This was the deadline day that they wanted the deal done, and it doesn't appear that it's done yet. Uh, so be prepared for a franchise tag unless they can work something out, I guess, in the uh, the next few days here. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show.
Nice couple of games for the Penguins, right? Yeah. yeah. Saturday, they beat the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs 5-3. to three. And then uh, Sunday, beating the Columbus Blue Jackets 5-2. to two. I really didn't think they were going to beat Columbus because that was like back-to-back games, one home, and then they had to travel to Columbus. I'm like, all right, they'll probably lose this one. They go out and smoke the Jackets 5-2. to two. So they don't play again until Friday. Yeah, a little time off. Basically have the week off. Friday, they're at Carolina. They did overtake the Capitals um, for first place in the Metro, but the Capitals um, have played since then and won. So uh, Capitals still first in the Metro, 75 points. Penguins in second with 74 points. Flyers not too far behind in third in the Metro with 70 points. Uh, you know what else is over the weekend, Bob? Hmm. Damn Daytona 500. Hell yes! Austin Dillon winning the uh, Daytona 500 over the weekend in the number three card, just like Taylor Hart Sr. Which leads us to today in Freak Show History, brought to us by our friends at Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome, Welcome to Moe's! Here we go! Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, Show History! Today in Freak Show History! Uh, you already know where I'm going, right, Bob? Uh, yes. It's so good. And every year. Uh-huh. Every year. Yeah, it's special. Like, I forget it, and then every year when the <laughs> Daytona 500 comes around, I know we're going to play this clip again on the show. Four years ago, what it, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. won the uh, Daytona 500, yep. I think it was. And uh, so this guy's a huge Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. He's about to win the Daytona 500. This guy's just watching in his living room. <laughs> so his wife starts recording video because... She knows that her husband loves Dale Earnhardt Jr. so much that his his reaction needs to be captured for all time. It's so a big this, moment in this his was, life. This was his reaction here. Come on, baby! Come on, Junior! Come on, Dale! That's passion. <laughs> Come on, Dale! NASCAR passion. Dale, up, 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 up! <laughs> Thank you! Thank you! Up, 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 up! Come on, Dale! Thank you! Oh my god. Come on. Uh borderline tears. Yep, yep. Borderline tears for the grown man right now. Come on! Come on! Come on! Yes! And he's about to uh, cross the finish line here, Dale Jr. at the Daytona 500. guy on his knees <laughs> punching the ground and we have real tears right now he is crying oh, man for dale jr there is a grown man crying on his living room that's a floor. real ugly cry too <laughs> that's not like a no. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> He's got it! Dale Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and if it couldn't get any better, wait till what his wife's about to say here. <laughs> so are we definitely naming our boy Dale? <laughs> in full-blown grown man tears. <laughs> so I, I guess we're going to name our son Dale then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew he had the car. How about Black Panther's weekend, uh, huh? We told y'all, told y'all that that movie was special, huh? I went and saw it again. I took my daughter Addison to see it again over the weekend. So I've seen Black Panther twice if anybody wants to touch me. When did you go back? Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Yo. Was it packed theaters Sunday? Were, yeah, it was like packed. Ridiculous. I wanted to go Saturday morning, but theaters were like completely sold out or they had the, the bum ass like two front row seats where you got to look up at the screen. Right, so I didn't right. want those. So I was scrolling through, you know, a Fandango app or whatever. 
and trying to get two seats just next to each other for like an earlier morning screening and everything was just sold out or to have like one seat here one seat over there or like the like i said the first two rows it was crazy man black panther made 404 million over the weekend worldwide uh for the three-day weekend domestically here in the united states made just over 200 million and for the four-day holiday because president's day a lot of people had off work yesterday 235 million which is now the biggest February opening weekend ever, beating Deadpool. I mean, destroying Deadpool. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool opened with 132 million, um, so it destroyed Deadpool. I mean, when it first came out, they were expecting it to do like 120. Just yeah. like there's a chance of it maybe getting close to Deadpool. No. Nope. Yeah, I mean, it did 203 days, about 235 in four days. It's the biggest non-sequel or prequel opening weekend ever, beating out the Hunger Games which uh, opened with 152 in 2012, so it absolutely destroyed that. It is the biggest solo superhero launch of all time, beating the 174 million opening weekend of Iron Man 3. It's the biggest four-day holiday opening weekend ever, beating the $200 million from Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> I mean, that's just a record that deserved to be broken, right? And, like, how about this? To just show you the disparity between the Marvel Universe and the DC Comics Universe, right? DC Comics, that's uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, right? They yeah, just yeah. had Justice League come out not that long ago where all of them are in the movie together, right? Right, right. Justice League, um, in its entire domestic run, because that's like out on, you know, Blu-ray, DVD, and you can download that now. Like, Justice League is out now. Its entire run, uh, Justice, Justice League made $228 million. Black Panther made more than Justice League's entire run in four freaking days. <laughs> That's unreal. It's crazy, right? And the Black Panther soundtrack with Ke- with Kendrick Lamar, he basically did the entire soundtrack. Uh, number one album right now, too. It's awesome. If you haven't seen Black Panther yet. Uh, that, and I enjoyed it the second time, too. You know, this second weekend, though, it's going to be huge, too. Like, people going back and people that didn't get to see it the first weekend. Yeah. Just because, like you said, you go and, you know, you only had Saturday open to go see it. And yeah. You check out the theater and there's only a couple seats here and there. Definitely. It's going to uh, be big. Definitely Again. big and record-breaking. So now we'll see Black Panther in uh, in the next Avengers movie, Infinity War, which comes out in the, uh, in the summer. That one is going to be massive, too. You know what else is going to open big? I keep thinking about this. Like, what is going to maybe even get to those Black Panther numbers, even though it would be a remake? When they redo the lion king with like beyonce next year that movie is gonna do some numbers like the live action lion king that movie is gonna do some numbers so it was definitely a big record-breaking weekend for uh for black panther so go see it twice if you uh if you haven't seen it listen to us every morning on the free iheart radio app and if you miss any of our show we got our podcast every day so you don't even have to listen to the show live if you don't want to Whatever. I mean, find us whenever, wherever you can. Enjoy us when you want. Yeah, you can even download full episodes of the show. It's all free on the iHeartRadio app. Just uh, search Mikey and Bob Radio. Or if you have uh, Alexa or Google Home, just yell at that to play our show or play our station. And you can also do that. Make it real easy from wherever you are in your house. Just, uh, you know, yell at your Alexa or your, uh, your Google Home, whatever device you have. You know what I watched all weekend? Huh. Yo, I can't. Me and my wife, Jamie, we cannot stop watching that damn live PD show on A&E. It is so good. Like, I'm so hooked on that show. Every Friday, Saturday night. Yeah, it's like you got your if you're staying in, you know, not doing anything Friday or Saturday night. Just watch cops go around and encounter some of the. Just well, they some they of the were off for things, they man. were off for a while, too, so. This past Friday and Saturday were the first, like, new ones in a while. Yeah. So good. So good. We got to play the uh, Utah clip, right? Was that Utah where the lady... Yeah, uh, yeah. Where the lady pooped? Uh, yep. We'll play that one coming up. (laughs) A plane had to make an emergency landing. This was a Dubai to Amsterdam flight because, uh, because of farts. 
get to this here. On many flights, turbulence can be a real issue, but for this flight from Dubai to Amsterdam, believe it or not, it was flatulence. I mean, she had such an opportunity there to turn turbulence into turbulence, right? She didn't take it, though. That made for a bumpy flight? The New York Post is reporting that a Trans Transavia Airlines flight had to make an emergency landing when a passenger apparently refused to stop passing gas. The That's unbelievable, isn't it? That somebody can have that much gas built up in them to where it disturbs the flight. Where it's too much. And then they just say no. Like, if you get called out for airplane farts... <laughs> All right, listen. I don't know how long of a flight it is from Dubai to Amsterdam. If you're taking a, a flight, though, I, you're you're allowed maybe one or two. How yeah. many farts are you dropping? And you got to sneak them out. And, and nobody's going to really say anything to you. You can't celebrate them. They can't be allowed. No, no, no. They can't be like chair shakers. You got to try to bury your butt cheeks so deep into your seat that they just, you know, you can't make any noise at all. You're not sitting there lifting your leg trying to let the whole plane hear. You no, can't be that guy. You're not guy. trying to do that. Uh-uh. You're trying to muffle that fart into the plane seat. So how much of an animal do you have to be to where you get called out on your farts? Because yeah. first of all, that's going to take a lot for somebody to actually encounter you and be like, you, you got to stop farting. And then to refuse, be like, no, I don't. Or even who to blame it on. No, I don't. Passenger sitting next to him asked him to. And when he allegedly didn't, an all-out fight broke out. Uh, do you have to fight that? I feel like you have to fight that person, don't you? <laughs> I don't if they refuse to stop farting? I don't want to encourage physical violence, but I feel like if there's a situation where you should fight somebody, it's somebody who will not stop farting on a plane and seems to just enjoy it and won't stop. On board, despite the pilot's warning. So, upon the emergency landing in Vienna... I mean, listen, if the, pi if the pilot is warning you to stop, yeah, that person has your life and tens of maybe a hundred other people's lives in his hands at his control. He doesn't if, want to make a, an emergency fart landing. If he tells you to stop farting, you got to stop farting. Police removed two men and two women yeah. who were not charged but were banned for life from future Transavia flights. Man, was it worth it? In an even stranger twist to the story, the women say they had nothing to do with it. They say they just had the misfortune of sitting in the same row as the men who were causing the ruckus. So now they say they plan to take the airline to court. I mean... Just stuck in the stink row. Things just get worse for the airline there. Now they have to go to court because these two ladies are like, no, it we was were not us. part of the fart altercation. We were just in the same row and they ended up getting kicked off. Like our eyes were burning from it. Listen, if you have to pass gas on a flight, bury it into your own seat and do not let off more than two or three if you can. And definitely never, never own up to an airplane fart. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. We're going to have tickets coming up around 8.30 if you want to go see uh, Fall Out Boy and Machine Gun Kelly. They're coming to PPG Paints Arena uh, in September. Tickets are on sale already. You can win some tickets coming up around 8.30. Fall Out Boy, MGK. Yes. At PPG. I didn't watch any Olympics over the long weekend at all. None Friday, none Saturday, none Sunday, none yesterday. I, uh... No. I have really cared little to none about the Winter Olympics this year. I don't know why it is. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing that makes me want to sit down and watch it, really. Is it the U.S. on pace to have their least medals in like two decades or something I, I, I saw? I did see that, yeah. And they only have 12 medals so far. They're in fifth place overall. Yeah, it's not horrible, but I guess we just expect better. Isn't hockey tomorrow? Hockey tomorrow, right? Wednesday? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the men will be playing the Czech Republic. Now, they're at the point in hockey to where if they lose, it's over, right? Yeah, quarterfinals, I think it is. So that's not for a medal or anything. No, no, no. All right, so men's hockey versus the Czech Republic tomorrow at 10 p.m. Uh, but then the women's gold medal game, U.S. versus Canada, that's tomorrow at 11 p.m. Nobody's going to be awake watching it, but, I mean, it's important. That's the biggest... Actually, I got to be honest, that's probably going to be the biggest hockey game men and women is the women taking on Canada for the gold medal. Great 11 p.m. placement. I mean, what are they going to do? They don't It's not like they 
cater the games to Americans, and they shouldn't, but that just, you know, I mean, nobody's going to be really up watching no. that. There's some things on tonight. I don't know. I just don't really. I haven't got in, man. I thought I was going to get in like last weekend. I kind of tapped in a little. No. Uh, the Adam uh, Rippon guy. Uh, awesome skater for the U.S. He, he's, he's the only one that I know his name. Uh, yeah. He turned down an offer to be on NBC's uh, Winter Olympics team uh, because if he agreed to it, he would have to give up his Olympic standing, give up his Olympic credential, move out of the Team USA housing, and not be allowed to marching the closing ceremony. So he told NBC, I'm flattered you guys want me to be part of the broadcast, but I uh, I can't do it. Why are so many Olympic athletes getting uh, getting like caught doping? Have you seen this list? This is the stupidest list I've seen. The first player to get sent home from the Olympics was a Japanese speed skater. All right. There was a Slovenian ice hockey player who got suspended for the rest of the game after being accused of doping. And then the stupidest one, <laughs> Alexander Krushelet, Russian name. Yeah. A suspected of failing a doping test. The Russian Curling Federation already taking steps to defend him. Curling. He won bronze in the mixed double curling event. Curling. Now, Russia, as you probably know, was banned from the 2018 Winter Olympics following state-sponsored doping. Yeah. But more than 160 Russian athletes are allowed to compete, provided they could prove they were clean from doping, under the OAR banner, the Olympic Athletes from Russia. Which, by the way, that is just the stupidest thing. Like, either let them play or don't let them play. Like, don't make up magical name for the country and be like, all right, we'll let some of them go. Why do you dope if you're curling? I Maybe if you're one of the guys with the brooms. But even then, like, like listen. If you do that broom back and forth like that, your your forearms got to be on fire. Oh, yeah, Not yeah. like I know Strong. anything about making a motion like that for Strong. a long time to get your forearms on fire. I know nothing about that. Feel the burn. I'm just saying, though, maybe that's why he's doping. It can't be the guy who throws the stone, right? The guy who's, like, down on his knees and just, like, lets that thing go. Just glides. Which, by the way, how much skill does that take? Stop this crap. I don't know why you need to be doping for that. Sometimes, but hold on, juice yourself up. How many people are there in countries who co- compete in curling? How many stone throwers are there? Like, how bad would it suck to be the third best stone thrower in curling in the United States? Like, I feel like there's only one person in the whole United States who even does that. Like, like, all right. Never going to see that dream. I'm the third best. You're going to throw the stone. You're going to be the only person in the United States who's actually going to do this. Mm -hmm. You can't screw up. This is the one thing you need to focus on. Like, how many people are there that actually do that? Stone throwers in curling. How how bad would it suck to be the third best in a country or something like that? Just sad every winter games. Uh, You've heard about the norovirus over in... uh, Pyeongchang. Yeah. Uh, it started even before the games. A bunch of the workers were getting diarrhea and flu-like symptoms, so they quarantined a lot of them. Then it started spreading. Uh, U.S. men's hockey defenseman James Wisniewski's father tested uh, positive for the norovirus in, uh, last week, and he's now uh, one of the uh, confirmed cases. So now the hockey teams have stopped shaking hands after the game. And are fist bumping instead. Something going wrong. That's what it is. Something going wrong. So they don't want the hockey players, especially since this guy's, you know, father tested positive sure, for yeah. the norovirus. Uh, they don't want the hockey players, I guess, shaking hands. A fist bump will be fine. I don't think there's a rule that says they can't shake hands, but I think most of the teams are just like, all right, we'll fist pump instead because you don't want that Olympic diarrhea, you know? The Olympic rhea. Oh. Olympic rhea going wrong. So How I don't know. sad would that be? Like, you go to the Olympics, you don't medal, and all you get is diarrhea. Oh, <laughs> what, if, what if you're the stone thrower on a curling team, and you can't even participate because every time you squat down to throw the stone, you feel a little squirt? <laughs> Are you the broom, the broom person, and every time you go to put pressure down on the broom, it's just a... <laughs> every time you shuffle back and forth, you feel something leaking out? 
Maybe that's why the guy was doping. Maybe he was giving something to himself to make it stop having diarrhea. Maybe it was an anti-diarrhea doping. If it's that, you got to let the guy go then, right? Doping is now allowed at the Olympics as long as it's to stop Hershey squirts. He just goes to slide with a stone to release it. There's just a, a brown streak behind him. Oh, that's foamy. USA. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, Nathan tweets here. The energy Mikey and Bob bring to the studio every morning is unreal. Thank you. Uh, that's just coffee. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. <laughs> Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Incredibly, today, the high is going to be 75 degrees. It's unbelievable. It's going to be so nice and warm out. Mm. It's going to be windy, but warm today. Record high of uh, 75 pants degrees off. it's supposed to be. Yeah, take the pants off, sure. Hold down. Matt tweets us here. So we had the Zika virus in Brazil, the norovirus in uh, South Korea. We should play guess that virus for the 2020 Summer Olympics. Could it just be regular old diarrhea? She's like, wow. I don't have a name for this. Harley tweets us here. Come try curling so we can teach you about it. Everyone on the team throws. Mm. Uh, she sent a link here to, uh, I guess there's a whole Pittsburgh curling. Oh, there's a there's an actual Pittsburgh curling club. No, I'm good. Like, I get curling. I get it. I just don't care. Like, I don't want to play it or anything. I don't see that. Like, I want to do that. I don't even want to try it. Try it. It'll be fun. No, no, I'm, no good. I'm good. I'm too tall for ice anyway. I don't even play hockey or ice skate because I have so much. I have like, I have like an extra foot and a half to fall on the ice. I'm way too tall to do anything ice related. Uh, Pirates down at spring training. Uh, some of the players have just teed off basically on upper management, starting with David Freeze. If you didn't hear some of his uh, comments, it started when he was talking about like the Steelers and the Penguins' success in the city. You look at the Steelers and the Penguins, and then yeah. you got the Pirates. And if, you know, if I'm kind of handling this situation, I'd be losing sleep uh, trying to compete with those other other two teams. How great is that? He's saying the Steelers are awesome, the Penguins are awesome. But if I'm in charge of the Pirates, I, I, I'm losing sleep because they blow so bad. Uh, David Freeze talking about kind of trying to make the fans understand how the team is run. The fans, you know, that I hope they understand that, that the Pirates are trying to do the best they can to put, um, I don't want to say competitive, screw that word. <laughs> I like how he's going to say trying to put a competitive team on the field, but he's like, I don't even want to say competitive, screw that word. It's such a safe word. <laughs> if you start demanding to win, I think jobs become... He was about to basically say, like, if you start demanding to win, then jobs probably get in jeopardy. Right. Meaning right. like, hey, Clint Hurdle really hasn't done crap since he's been a manager here. Let's stop giving him extensions. Or if players don't perform, let's not, you know, sign him longer or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that he just said enough to get the point out. And they just like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he has to reel himself back and find of more creative ways to sound off. Basically saying, like, upper management blows. They aren't getting rid of anybody that they actually should. You know, I think uh, the fans just, they, they, I hope they understand that the, the Pirates are trying to win with what they're allowed allowed to do. Listen, the Pirates are allowed to do whatever they want. What do you mean, what are they allowed to do? They can go get players just like any other team can. Mm-hmm. Bob Nutting is a billionaire. Mm -hmm. He's one of the richest owners in baseball. He's like top 10. They're allowed to do whatever they want. They just don't. I wish they would just say they want to win, but just not this year. But the, the upper management of this team will not even be that honest. No, not even close. They won't even be that honest. Uh, Josh Harrison was talking about him possibly being uh, traded. I have no control on me going somewhere, staying here, and at the end of the day, um, you know, we're all dealt different cards, and you know, I, I got to play the hand I was dealt, and at the end of the day, I, I, I got to play ball. That's 
sounds like a man who is excited for some Pirates baseball. End of the At day. the end of the day, I got to play the cards I was dealt. My God, this team is going to be so horrifically awful <laughs> to watch. Like, the players are not even excited to be down there. They're not even excited. for like, How can fans get excited if the players are? Jay Hay just said... I just got to play the cards. I was down like, oh, man. <laughs> what happens fans. like mid-July into August where it's just like, oh, wow. That's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. This is just depressing. Uh, Jay Hay talking about a talk he had with Clint Hurdle and uh, Neil Huntington, the Pirates GM. I expressed, you know, my true feelings of, you know, I understand the business side, but a lot of it has to has to deal with communication. You know, the human side of, of this game gets lost. Like I said, I understand business, but we're also humans, man. We have families, we have feelings. And at the end of the day, my main objective and hopefully everybody else's main objective is winning. Yeah, he's got a point. Like, there should be more communication with the players so you know the direction of the team. But upper management, like Neil Huntington, they told you. Now, here's my thing. Here's my, here's what just one of the many big problems. They can't say they want to win this year because Neil Huntington said the best Pirates team in 2018 has Andrew McCutcheon in center field and Garrett Cole pitching. He did make that statement. So he's lying right to your face if they say they are trying to win this year because he already said what the best team, and those guys are gone. So they are not trying to win this year. I think a lot of us would be okay if they're like, listen, we're going to reset this thing. It's going to be a few years till we get it together. But they're not even doing that. You can't shovel that crap down our throats after you already said best team in 2018 for us has Cutchin, uh, Cutchin Cole, and then trade them. Uh, Neil Huntington tries to keep the lie going, saying our focus is putting this team in position to win the World Series. Okay, you can say that, Whoa, but, then, but then say, but not this year. The players want to win. The players want to do the right things for the Pirates. We want to win. We want to do the right thing for the Pirates. Huntington uh, talked about the need for the front office to improve communication with players and fans about the direction of the organization. He said, these guys are fired up. David's fired up. Josh, we're hoping he gets a chance to see some of the guys that are here, their development, their maturity, and continue to want to win games and continue to want to do the best thing for the Pirates because we're aligned with them on that we have a ton of respect for those guys and their perceptions and perspectives. We want to win. We have the exact same goals as we do, which is to win a World Series. There's no two way about it. Uh, two ways about it. That's why we're here. We made the moves uh, we made to put this team in the position to world, win a World Series. Okay, listen, Neil Huntington, you can say that, but say, not this year, though. That's the only problem. Like, they're trying to feed you all the crap that they're trying to win this year. Everything's and okay it here. is the biggest <laughs> pile of just stinky horse crap. Just tell us, not this year, though. Stop trying to tell me you're winning a World Series this year. We're going to try. You already told us that Kutch and Cole were the best possible team for 2018, and you got rid of them. So how in the freaking hell are you trying to win? Oh, it's moronic. It's freaking moronic what comes out of this guy's mouth. Because he just contradicts something he said previously in the offseason. He did say, yeah. It's just stupid, and now I got sweaty. I shouldn't even get sweaty over the Pirates. We got to get this out of the way, though, because I'm telling you, once the season starts, we will not care at all. So when the players are teeing off on upper management, we got to talk about it because I'm telling you, once the season starts, I'm not going to care at, like, no Facebook comments. I'm just not going to care at all. So when the players tee off on upper management, this is going to be the Pirates coverage for the season right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is it. it right here because I got to be honest, I don't think it's going to get any better than what's going on at spring training with the players crapping on upper management. Got to go through some tweets here. You guys can uh, follow us on Twitter at FSMikey, at FSBigBob. Stephanie tweets here, just got in my car after a night shift at the hospital to Fergie and the cat wrong hole conversation. <laughs> Definitely an interesting way to wake me up. For the ride home, Brett tweets says, "Just got Dunkin' coffee, uh, and now it's all over my windshield thanks to the Cat Wrong Hole featuring Fergie remix." Yeah, everybody's heard Fergie kind of uh, do her own version of the national anthem. She took some liberties on it at the NBA All Star Game. Didn't really go as planned. Uh, people just kind of laughed at her online, and then somebody brought up and tweeted us that uh, 
you know, there's a video on YouTube. We've played it before in the show called Cat Wrong Hole, and it just this noise <laughs> comes out of it. <laughs> hey, those are two cats uh, in heat right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick tweets, is stuck in traffic, saw the guy behind me burst out laughing to Fergie All-Star. I mean, the Smash Mouth All-Star, oh. it's just so good, right? It's it so is. good. <laughs> Yo, the internet is undefeated, man. I'm telling you, is undefeated. Megan tweets, I don't think I've ever laughed this hard on my way to work until I heard Cat Wrong Hole. Featuring Fergie. Oh. <laughs> uh, Haley tweets us here. You guys are dirty for playing this while I'm trying to put on masca- <laughs> mascara this morning. Uh, Sal tweets here laughing so hard at Fergie Cat Wrong Hole. The crossing guards at my kid's school are looking at me like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she went. She went for it. She went for it. It just so happens, cat wrong hole fits in perfectly, though. Emily tweets here. <laughs> Turn on the morning freak show for my new puppy this morning. Hopefully, my gimbab voices will soothe him to sleep. Oh, we probably aren't doing a good job then because we're playing Fergie's national anthem, along with a video titled "Cat Wrong Hole," where it's one cat on top of another cat. Your puppy definitely is not going to like this show. This is not something I would put a pet to sleep to at all. This is actually something that's probably going to startle your 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 new dog. This is like 4th of July fireworks for dogs. <laughs> uh, we are both, I believe, obsessed with the show Live PD on A&E. It's so good. It's it's like cops used to be, right? But it's they, better though. It is better because they have live camera crews out in like six different cities across the country, and they just follow cops around and they hop from like department to department, city to city, and they're like, "All right, we got a traffic stop here. Let's go live." And over the weekend on Live PD, was this in Utah? Uh yeah, yeah. They pull over a uh, they pull over uh, a a man and and a woman. Who are uh, who are driving? How are you, ma'am? I just woke up. Right. So, Roger, would you be willing to come back to my vehicle so I get some information from you since you don't have a license with you? All right. So you got Roger. He's going back to the vehicle. He he was driving. Yeah. And lady in the passenger seat just woke up. No big deal. With you. Oh, that's my cousin. Hey, Catherine. Guess there's no stopping her now. Okay, there's no stopping her now. Catherine, who was the in the the passenger seat, <laughs> uh-huh. is out of the vehicle now. Yep, yep. And in front of the car. <laughs> Has she ever been arrested before? Oh, she's been in prison. You do have a warrant for your parole violation. All right, so this escalated pretty pretty quickly. Catherine got out of the car, went to the front of the vehicle for some reason. And then, you know, they confront her. They ended up looking it up. Right, And right. she did have a parole violation. There was a warrant out for her. She'd been to prison before. So Catherine's going to jail here, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. N- nothing that would really make our show there. No. No, no big no, deal. Nothing. I figured that. I was just coming up here to take care of it. Okay. Put your hands behind your back. That's disgusting. Uh, the camera pans down. Yep. As yep. the guy says, that's disgusting. And there is an animal-like pile of feces in front of the car that Catherine made. Catherine snuck out of the car. Catherine got out of the car. Went round front. When when they got pulled over, that's when he yells, hey, Catherine. (laughs) She went to the front of the car, squatted, and went to the bathroom during the traffic stop there. What's up with that? What's up with that? He asked Catherine. (laughs) Come back here with me, man. I don't feel good. I, don't I, I think we know. I don't feel good. We see I don't feel good. and smell. Catherine, Catherine, it looks like a parade horse went to the bathroom here. <laughs> this is worse than doesn't feel good. How can a human make something like that? Like if you were watching live PD, if you've seen this clip, it did not even look human like. No, it really but didn't. it was. It didn't. From Catherine. I don't feel good. In what way? I feel like pukey sick. I feel pukey sick. 
Logs. Okay, well, if you're going to puke, let me know, okay? Okay, you probably should also let me know if you have to go, <laughs> go to the bathroom we've so seen, you don't do it. We've seen your powers. On the side of the road. So what were you thinking when you used the bathroom right in front of the... Uh, you got to keep asking questions, right? Vehicle. I had to. I'm telling you, I've been sick. I've been sick. Pukey sick. Why didn't you go off the side of the road? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just... Good follow-up question right there. Could Why not go the in the grass? Yeah, side yeah. of the road, you know. I had, couldn't hold it anymore. I had to go. Couldn't hold it anymore. I had to go. <laughs> Catherine. It's because you were scared about your warrant. I mean, was, was that it? Maybe. Catherine knows she's about to go to jail. Sure. Yeah. Stomach starts. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I get sick. There was no canine on the scene there, right? All right, so they go back to the studio now to the guys who are hosting. And I mean, sometimes this is a crappy job. Yeah, they they just got jokes. Yeah, you know, at times it's true. It, it puts it's you true. down the dump. Yeah, they can. So sometimes the job is a crappy job. Sometimes down it can put dumps. you down in the dumps. No canine on the scene. Catherine drops a. I mean, what we can only describe as a parade horse. Yeah, yeah. Like pile. In front of her car. Hey, Catherine. I'm sick. So she's arrested, goes to jail. What a show it is. Live PD every weekend on A&E. Uh, Pennsylvania's high court issued a new congressional district map for the state's 2018 elections. Uh, the map of Pennsylvania's 18 congressional districts will uh, be in effect for the May 15th primary and it overhauls a congressional map that's widely viewed as the nation's most gerrymandered, including one um, district that was labeled Goofy Kicking Donald Duck. If you've ever seen the uh, Pennsylvania map, how they break out the districts for yeah. voting and stuff, yeah, yeah. it's very gerrymandered, which means like one political party might specifically like skew the way, you know districts are mapped out mm-hmm. into a goofy kicking Donald Duck way so they have more of their constituents, more people that are in their party uh, vote. It's a way to kind of rig elections. Uh, so Republican lawmakers are expected to quickly challenge the map in federal court. The new map will not apply, though, to the upcoming March 13th special congressional election. That's the uh, 18th district between Republican Rick Saccone and Democrat Connor Lamb. And even though we don't get uh, into politics on the show, we do encourage you to get off your lazy ass on March 13th and vote. It's what you can do. And I think we can all look forward to the political ad stopping as well. It's it's ramping up. It's ramping up Uh, for both of them. Yeah. Uh, And by the way, if you have no idea what these men stand for or who you'll be voting for on March 13th, uh, yesterday they had a debate on KDKA, I believe. So you can go to KDKA site and watch the whole debate. They got the full video in like three parts. If you don't, you're not sure who you want to vote for yet. I'm sure you can watch that debate. Learn a lot. Figure out who you uh, who you might uh, side with. Again, that's March 13th. Will be the uh, special congressional election. The Republican Rick Cohn versus the Democrat Connor Lamb. It'll be parts of Allegheny, Green, Washington, and Westmoreland counties that'll be voting. But again, the way that 18th district is kind of gerrymandered it's a weird looking thing like me and bob where we live we don't get a vote in this one but like bethel park castle shannon moon robinson uh chartiers waynesburg greensburg Jeanette, irwin peters trafford north irwin you'll be voting in this one so march 13th we will keep beating it over your head to get out there and vote march 13th kids if you're listening to the show Tell your parents get off their ass on March 13th and vote. If you just turned 18, this will be your first election. Oh, yeah. March 13th. Remember to get out there and vote. Big time. Hey, when is Amazon going to decide where they're putting that second headquarters? Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like know. that's been going on for like a year now, right? What are we waiting for here? Amazon's supposed to put their uh, second headquarters. Uh, you know, they got the one up in, uh, what is it, Seattle? Is yeah, that where yeah. they are? Yeah, they're in so Seattle. So Pittsburgh was in the final 20 to uh, get the Amazon second headquarters, and I, I don't know when that uh, when that'll eventually come up, though. They announced twenty pretty quickly, and then it's just like, yeah. eh, you know. Eh. Well, they're probably waiting for cities to bend over backwards even more. Be like, all right, now it's the final twenty. You submitted your big tax cuts that you're going to give us. Now, since you're in the final twenty, can you sweeten the deal a little bit more? How about free tacos? 
Free tacos, I feel like, could clinch it, right? I, I think so. Amazon and Pittsburgh are in the news, though. Story here is just someone is sending a Pittsburgh woman sex toys from Amazon, and she can't get it to stop. <laughs> I mean, just... Uh... Is that a good gift? Or uh, was... the, the woman wants to just be known as Nikki. She didn't give her first, like, she didn't give her, I guess, real name or first full, like, full name. Gee, I wonder why. Because she said, well, she said she fears repercussions from the city leaders who are aggressively courting Amazon second headquarters. Is she scared of Amazon Dudo? <laughs> like, because this story is a national story now because it's been happening in other states and cities, too. People are randomly buying things on Amazon. Right. Uh, did I just call it Amazons, too? I'm on like, the you know, Amazons. We'll get some things from the Amazons. Did I throw an S on it like people do for Targets? We're going to Targets. We're going to Amazons. Ooh, I got the naughty section on the Amazons. <laughs> Somebody sent me a, a special surprise from Amazons. I know it's only February, but I think I have a late secret Santa on the Amazons. All right? Wait till you see what they sent me. Go ahead and kick the box. The box will start moving. (laughs) Secret Santa's in there. A woman told the Daily Beast she's afraid of being cyber-stalked and concerned the sex toy sender uh, lives nearby. Source at Amazon said uh, that random customers are also receiving unsolicited toys. Amazon won't say who's buying them. This is happening around the country. But they also said there's no way to stop the packages from coming. Uh, other people across the country are getting different sort of electronics and stuff like that. I think when you break it down, it's a way to, um, like people are purposefully buying things and sending them to people to lower people's Amazon ratings. Right. Either higher or lower. If that makes any sense. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Which doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know why you'd randomly send, uh, some sex toys to, uh, to somebody in Pittsburgh. Competing toys. I kind of feel bad. Like. Nikki doesn't want them. Like I'm more than happy to give this person my address. At what point is it give too the much? Too, the address, you know? right? At what point is it just like wow, this is a, this is a lot. Where do I put these? Like, what do you do with them? I don't know. I guess it depends on the kind of person you are. You can't just can't just bag them up, garbage man. Eh, you could. Your chance to win a trip to L.A. coming up next. We'll give you a keyword to text in. You could be going to our iHeartRadio Music Awards. It's next on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Who's got that secret Santa's? Did Amazon send me this? Heaven only knows where you've been. Uh, Lucky Charms is adding unicorn marshmallows to their cereal. You like Lucky Charms? Uh, not as an adult. But as a child, yeah, I don't really, I don't really eat cereal anymore. I feel like I'm lactose intolerant. Too much milk, bad. Yeah, like I feel like I didn't care about it when I was younger, but I feel like as as I got older, I felt like whenever I would eat ice cream, yeah. it's like five to ten minutes after, it'd be like, oh gosh. And whenever I eat like a bowl of cereal with milk, it'd be like. So I don't really mess with cereal anymore, to be honest. I'll eat something else. And I don't really mess with ice cream either, which sucks because I love ice cream. But I feel like I only eat ice cream when I'm at home because I know it's not going to agree with my stomach. Yeah. So there's some days where I'll just be like, all right, I'm not going anywhere for three hours. Let me treat myself to ice cream, then a trip to the toilet. What a horrible way to live. (laughs) Take the punishment. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care. I'm just going to eat the ice cream. It doesn't matter to me. I'll sit on the toilet for a little bounce. Care. Ice cream's so good. Squirts are worth it. Squirts are worth it. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Lucky Charms uh, is adding unicorn-shaped marshmallows uh, to their cereal. It's the first time uh, that, like, a new uh, marshmallow, a new shape has been permanently added to the Lucky Charms box in 10 years. Uh, the unicorn is replacing the hourglass marshmallow. Oh. I mean, nobody liked that anyway. <laughs> If you have to make the choice between having your Lucky Charms marshmallow, an hourglass, or a magical unicorn. I think it's obvious. You take the unicorn, right? Yeah. Lucky Charms marshmallows all taste the same, right? Or do they have different flavors when you bite it? I have a a, a delicate palate, so they do have all different flavors for me. See, I feel like you're lying. 
I feel like all Lucky Charms mm-hmm. marshmallows taste the same. Like they're all the same marshmallow. They're just in different different shapes. I don't feel like you're getting a marshmallow explosion of different flavors. I feel like they are all just one generic Lucky Charm marshmallow flavor, but just different shapes. Like the unicorn is going to taste the same as the hourglass. It's going to taste like magic. And if you feel anything differently, that's just in your head. You feel like an uh, a unicorn tastes different than an hourglass. But I feel like all Lucky Charms marshmallows are the exact same. Remember when they did the special editions where they did an all marshmallow version? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Why don't they just do that all the time? And, like, I know everybody's going to send me a link or you can buy them on eBay or you can go to this store. and buy- I just don't care. I just... They should do it in the regular Lucky Charms box. Let's quit messing around with the little oat things that are in there. Just get those the hell out of just here. Just unleash the marshmallows. If you're buying Lucky Charms, you just you're not looking for nutritional value or anything like that. You're buying Lucky Charms for the magically shaped marshmallows. And I'm not gonna buy just marshmallows off like Amazon where some creep like picked them out one by one. It's gross. I put them in in a special bag for you. Plus, plus, you're not going to have like the unicorn or any of the classic Lucky Charm shapes. That is true. Which I think you'd be wanting to. So yeah, Lucky Charms is a unicorn now. Celebrate. And ice cream goes right through me. Oh, ice cream was a bad idea. Oh, God, I just want to taste the unicorn next thing you know. I'm on toilet for three hours. I don't know what happened. I ate a bowl of cereal and milk was a very bad choice for me today, okay? I drank the unicorn milk. <laughs> oh, God, unicorn milk. Can you milk a unicorn? I thought I'd be okay. I just drank unicorn milk. Can, can you milk a unicorn? Look Stop it up. on the damn toilet. Look it up. Uh, yes, yes. Wow. <laughs> I feel like if a unicorn was a real animal, I would drink its milk. Like, there's no way unicorn milk wouldn't taste good. It'd I have bet it, to be safe. I bet it would taste like sugary cereal water. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sugary cereal milk. milk. Yeah, yeah. Just got to grab grab hold of the unicorn and get to milking. Straight from the tap. Wheeze the juice. Oh, gosh. They let me on this unicorn farm. I, I did. I did. I was listening to the boys on the radio, and they said a, a unicorn could be milk. <laughs> so I found one, and sure enough, they could. But the only problem was it went right through me. <laughs> Here I am on the, the toilet I, again. And I was at, I, no, I was at a unicorn farm, so I couldn't make it to a toilet, so I went in the well. Let me just tell you, from the time it left me to the time I heard it splash was a good five seconds. Splash. Uh, all right, coming up in the uh, 11 o'clock hour on the Ryan Seacrest Show. That'll be your next chance to uh, text in a keyword, win a trip to L.A. for our iHeartRadio Music Awards. DJ Khaled, uh, Camila Cabello, Cardi B, Maroon 5, and more. You got four chances, four more chances today to win trips to L.A. Coming up around 4.30 uh, this week. This is pretty cool with Tall Kathy. Win a $400 American Express gift card and then get qualified for a trip for two to Vegas to see the Voice Neon Dream Show All right. at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. So you can win yourself a $400 American Express gift card and get qualified for that Voice trip. Uh, that's coming up around 4.30 with Tall Cappy. And then, of course, 5.30 is Freak Show Question of the Day. Question of the Day today, there was a man in Fayette County caught breaking into cars, and he told the cops he was this actor. Matthew McConaughey is the answer to the Freak Show Question of the Day That'll be around 5.30 with Tall Kathy. Get the uh, answer right and win yourself a prize, maybe some tickets. Matthew McConaughey is the answer to the uh, Freak Show question of the day. If you miss anything, get caught up on our show on the free iHeartRadio app. It's where we put our podcast every day. If you miss all four hours of the show, you can stream it. You can download it, too. If you want to see some videos from today's show, as we always say, uh, just look us up on YouTube. Mikey and Bob, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Turn the notifications on so you get something on your phone whenever we post a new video. All that fun stuff. The show never really ends. It doesn't. But this is where we bow out to the man, Ryan Seacrest.
The legend. All right, we'll see you guys later. Right, bye. 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 KST HD Pittsburgh. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, 